0: Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound.
1: Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael and this is Ryan. And we are so pleased to be joined uh, by a very special guest today. Would you care to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners?
2: Sure. My name is Dear Evergreen um or my artist name is Dear Evergreen. My name is Michaela and I am a producer, songwriter, Twitch streamer based out of Los Angeles, California.
1: Yay, I need a button for like the, the crowd. Whoa! We'll get it. We'll We're get gonna it. get the button. We're the of the, the button. hiss of the crowd. It's the crowd. It'll be hey, there. Michaela, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.
1: We just really like to have conversations with uh, musicians, artists. We, we've, we've been really fortunate to talk to a lot of really cool people. And we love talking about music. Um, certainly curious about like your, uh, well, you and, and your story. Um, as you can see behind us, we got lots of great paraphernalia. You know the superhero stuff, right? And That's I'm sure great. you know all uh, all superheroes have a great origin story. So we feel like uh, musical musical heroes all have great origin stories. What's what's your origins? Tell us uh, how did you get into music?
2: Ooh, okay. Um, I guess music in general. So. Um, I've been around music all my life. Growing up, we had a piano in the home. Um, I was I took piano lessons when I was in like kindergarten. Those stopped very quickly as kindergartners tend to lose interest in things. Um, but
1: <laughs> piano lessons again, <laughs> understandable.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all right. But yeah, I've always been, you know, singing super active in like choirs and bands, you know, all of growing up um, in high school, I was singing for our jazz band and doing musical theater. So oh, cool. music just, yeah, it was running deep for a long time. And then in terms of, you know, electronic music and, you know, moving into the production side of things, that was when I was 18, I attended a show and I just realized how much I loved electronic music and being in the presence of someone DJing and just how incredible it was that someone could really control a crowd that way. And, um, you know, the actual curation of sets. So I really fell in love with that craft and, um, told myself, I gave myself five years. I said, I'm going to hit this as hard as I possibly can for five years and see what happens. And at the end of five years, I'll reevaluate. And, uh, I hit my five years last August and I reevaluated. I like what I'm doing. We're shifting the ship a little bit now, but Giving myself another five years to, to hit this new wave.
0: Well, first of all, congratulations on reaching a goal, I'm sure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, when you hit That's that cool. five, it, it seems like when you hit that five years, it was probably a really important moment in your life.
2: Yeah, I think so. And, it, and it, it was interesting because I think at that time, I don't know, I maybe I should have celebrated it, but in a lot of ways I felt almost like kind of sad because I had lost a lot of what I was really interested in when I was younger, you know, cause yeah. as I started, I was very much in like the EDM and I was like, I'm going to be the next excision. Like this is going to be a, you know, my thing, but you know, now bridging into this more pop adjacent, um, indie electronica thing. Um, it's while I'm returning to some of my roots, it also feels like very uncharted territory, but it's something that I'm excited about and have kind of you know, now I'm feeling a lot more confident and excited about.
0: Okay. It, it sounds like there was something about that the music that you're into now that struck you on a deep level and you just resonated with it. What about that? Do you think it was?
2: Yeah. um, I think realizing that through production, I could create really honest music that was, more than just a club banger you know like okay. having those elements to you know using that tactfully to drive a point home but you know actually getting in touch with other feelings and other experiences and figuring out ways to more honestly translate those through sound
0: okay it, it almost seems like you had to find the right weapon absolutely <laughs> like i i think musicians go through that it seems like it right We've talked to a lot of them that once they find the right weapon, they're able to unleash that creativity and everything. So I I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Who who do you think was your first inspiration? Like who really hit you?
2: Um, like are we talking music production wise, or just like way back when I was even just singing and (laughs)
0: grateful? you've kind of gotten away a little bit from what your roots were. Like, could you talk a little bit about that? How you said you're kind of coming back to it? Like, what did you mean by that?
2: Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, when I was growing up, I, I loved, you know, just pop stars, you know, Britney I was obsessed you know Avril Lavigne just totally enthralled I was like that's what I want to do um (laughs) and you know then as I got a little older I started really falling in love with jazz vocalists so um someone who was huge for me was Nora Jones um yeah 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 she is just phenomenal I don't know if you guys have seen her tiny desk like the remote tiny desk that she did but it is so stunning it's just her and a piano anyways <laughs> sidetracked but um take note perfect but yeah I think that you know that more um raw you know not just like a heavily processed pop vocal but getting back into that actual sort of more jazzy technique um and so you know now it's like now I'm just obsessing over like Sylvan Esso, James Blake, Tori Moi, um, you know, these sorts of artists that are doing this really cool blend of, you know, being really skilled vocalists, but also just ridiculously fantastic producers um, and just kind of marrying the two.
0: What do you think it was about, it's like that, that the vocals being raw, like feeling like you're in the room with them, right? In the room hearing them sing. Um, from a production point of view, wh- why, what do you think is different? Like, the, is it the way that they're recorded? Is it over processed? Is it, what, what would you attribute it to?
2: Um, I'm sorry attribute what to I kind of missed the <laughs> the main question You're
1: just plugging in your computer I'm, okay yeah
2: <laughs> I'm like
1: I <laughs> sorry, did that yeah. no it's oh, hilarious no I have mine right here because I had to do the same thing <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically like we're kind of curious about this idea with stuff being overprocessed, mm-hmm. right like stuff being over exactly overdone or overthought I don't know that's kind of where yeah. we've been talking a lot about this ourselves you know right
0: so you referred to it a bit like with the jazz vocal
1: yeah Uh, you want to get
0: back to the more raw sounding pure sounding
2: right right so i'm definitely not the person to sit here and knock vocal processing because i'm obsessed with vocal processing i think (laughs) it's so cool but again it's like a tool it's a tool in the arsenal so um you know falling back in love with being just a good vocalist period And then everything else is just an enhancement of that. You know, like um, I think that there's just so many neat vocal processing techniques that people are using right now that can just, you know, it's whatever is in service to your message or to the song. Um, And I mean, in some of my tracks, like one of the tracks, you know, Spaghetti off of my new EP. I don't know if you guys like really listened to it or or what, but I did. like, Yeah, there's just some, there's just some funky stuff going on in there. But to me, it served the point that I was trying to to drive home with it. So, um, yeah, I hope that that, that answered.
0: It did. (laughs) That's, uh, I don't know, like being a producer, (laughs) I don't know how you feel about secrets or like things that, that are your little tricks, but, um, like, how do you start the process? Like what's point A for yeah. you when when riding a truck?
2: Yeah, so it's it's always different, um, which is probably not the answer that you want to hear, or <laughs> that anyone else really wants to hear. Yeah, um, it's really about what what
1: answer strikes you. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really your truth is what we want. How hear. you do it, yeah, for real.
2: Totally. Yeah. So. Um again yeah it's all, it's all different. So a couple of weeks ago I went hiking and I wrote an entire song while I was on the trail and then I came home and I produced it and I was like this is great. <laughs> Other right. times I will go on to splice and I will grab a loop and I will write a top line to it and then I'll go back and you know take the loop out and then produce around that. Um sometimes mm-hmm. I sit down and I pull up one of my favorite synth plugins and just start messing around find a sound that really inspires me and then just produce out an idea so it's you know it's completely different it's it's all about just kind of following what like what thought pops into my head and just saying yes it's always yes and it's never like no and if it is a no that's usually where my creativity stops and I usually get frustrated so like I'm always trying to just say yes and just keep moving because at the end of the day, there's no bad ideas. It's just kind of all about how far are you willing to take them?
1: There's like a process of trying to discover what the song needs, like what is going to fit the song. I almost feel like um just trying to reveal it, you know, trying to just re- be a conduit. We've talked a lot about this recently, uh, Ryan and I, and, um, I like that idea of just like getting the idea and running with it. Like just not being afraid to just like go after it and, and, and attack that, that thing to so that if that, So do you, um, do you, where do you draw like inspiration from? I mean, I know you said, okay, you went hiking and the song popped in your head. Is there a single source or do you have lots of, like how do you spur inspiration, you know, in your own life to write this stuff?
2: yeah it's um i mean it's it's a few different things so um i'm really inspired by connections with people i think that you know connecting with one another if there's anything that i love more than music it's connecting with people so um that's a huge inspiration you know whether that's a romantic connection or a friend or a family or whatever it is i just feel like there's so much power there and there's um so much to tap into Um, So there's that. There's, you know, just like, yeah, being in nature, I feel like I'm never directly. Actually, that's not true. Being out in nature sometimes gives me the space to allow new ideas to come in. Or sometimes, I mean, this is going to sound really heady, but it's like I'll look at a tree and I'll see the way that like a, a limb is bent. And then I'll be like, whoa, I wonder what that would sound like. Like, so, like, Like if that visual would be a sound, what does that look like? And then, you know, I'll like, I always bring a notebook with me. So I'm always like writing things down. Right. Um, so there's, you know, there's there's that. Or, you know, I think the last thing is just my own cyclical thoughts and kind of trying to unpack those. Um, that's kind of what the one was about when I went hiking the other day, it was this, you know, I have this vision of myself in my head and I just want someone to tell me that that's true. Like, I just want someone to tell me that like, that's going to happen. Like, I just want to be reassured of that grandiose vision that I'm having. Um, and just kind of, you know, unpacking what that looks like. Grandiose. Right, I mean, I use the word grandiose and, and right after I said it, I was like, is it grandiose though? Like, I feel like it's all attainable. Like any, anything is possible.
0: <laughs> that, that is, a, um, it's a shame, Michaela, that what you just said is considered cliche, is considered whatever by a lot of people because it's the most powerful thing that you can hold true if you believe something is possible you can make it happen and if you stick to it it will happen
1: You have the power to determine your own reality create it especially yeah. as a musician and i can tell by the
0: way you're talking that you're gonna make it you have the right mentality <laughs> i mean that's it's so important um You know, you talked about your creative process and like looking at the tree and it has an interesting shape and like, I wonder what that sounds like. You know, you said it might be, you know, quote heady, but it's not, it's not, it just shows that you're operating on a level of consciousness that most people aren't,
1: you know. The roots of the tree reach deep down into the earth, Michaela, and like they look a little different than the the leaves, but it's all connected. Right. right? You know,
0: and that's another thing, like creative people, we have this battle and I, I can already tell you're a super creative person is um, we feel like we're almost embarrassed to say what we're thinking and feeling because most people don't understand it. Because when you say it, they don't feel it the way that you feel it. You know what I mean? I so,
2: completely agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a thing that creatives have. That's one of the reasons why we're doing this. So we can talk to creatives from all over the world and we can create a community where we can talk about these things that we all experience. I and love that. Yeah. It, especially your, what your story is going to mean the world to someone, you know? that the would-be musician, you know, you have the confidence to put yourself out there, Michaela, and that will inspire other people. Thank you. So I I appreciate you bringing that up because it's a really important point.
1: I'm curious because you mentioned human connection being like Mm -hmm. really important for you in this process. How do you cultivate that in your art?
2: Yeah, um, so I listen a lot to what people say when I'm, you know, sometimes I almost worry that when I'm in conversation with people, maybe I'm not fully in the conversation because I'm <laughs> listening so intently to their words that I'm like, like, sometimes they'll say something and I'll be like, like, that's totally a lyric. Like, that's totally something that could be translated into something else. Like I was, you know, I was speaking with one of my, um, one of my friends, someone who I'm, I'm kind of seeing right now who was saying, like, he was like, you know, look at us. We're just talking in circles. And I was like, Oh, that's like kind of sweet. Like, and so that turned into like the hook of one of my songs. Like I'd talk in circles and circles for hours about nothing with you. And like, you know, so it's, it's something, you know, as simple as that, or just, um, I mean, it's kind of the same thing as like looking at the tree, right? You know, it's, it's watching how people carry themselves, like watching you know, the way that they interact with each other or, you know, I just feel like in general, I'm, I'm such an observer in that way. Right.
0: I think there's definitely an element of that that you need to be a producer because you're seeing the whole picture. Yeah, maybe you're just a whole picture type of, you know, person. You're
1: gonna see all the things that other people don't see. It's like you're you're having to identify and manipulate the tapestry in the background that most of us take for granted. Especially when we listen to music, you know, we don't think about the the, we don't think about a lot of elements that a producer's mind is gonna be zeroed in on, you know.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. That's I mean, it's it's wild. It it is a lot like, you know, yeah, like weaving, you know, a rug or something, like everything that goes into it's just all decisions at the end of the day. And you know, yeah, finding those the origins, which is like the little budding seed, you know. Um I like that image,
1: the little budding seed. Yeah. <laughs> like that little just that little like spark of life, you know, for inspiration.
2: Exactly. Like, like that's that's really all it takes. Like you you can write a song about pretty much anything. And this is also something I like to say to people who are struggling with writing lyrics is it's like you can take literally anything and you know find something about it and then compare it to an experience or compare it to whatever and there you go like that's already something to kind of run with and to go off of and you know I think especially during the pandemic and everything you know a lot of people have really struggled with inspiration you know myself included like I should really take some of my <laughs> my own advice you know and I, I do my best but um you know, even something that looks so barren, it's like you can still you can still draw from that um, if you if you look at it from a, a new angle. You know,
1: a lot of the the most popular songs of all time, the lyrics are not overdone, overcomplicated. There's just little it's simple so words that rhyme, <laughs> simple situations, basic things we all connect with—love and you know you. And you know,
0: you brought up hit songs over time, yeah, like number one hits. You know, like you think of—I'm sure as a producer. In your world, there are legends of the business. Like, like for us get for me as a guitar player, I think of Jimi Hendrix. Or like there's always these legends that everyone respects Just because of head. what they do. Who's that producer? Do you think? Or is there a few names that you would throw out there?
2: Yeah, so I think with production, it's it's fascinating because I actually really I feel like everyone that I've listened to and that I've looked up to really was, I mean, they were making music maybe like in the 2000s, you know, like not really earlier than that. Um, and, you know, that's just, that's just me. I'm sure there's other people, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, to me, it's some huge inspirations. Um, the biggest one that's just raging in my head right now is Flume. Is I mean, there's just something about like his initial projects and everything that it just locked with so many people like it just it just really really hit and so I just I really respect him for you know I mean everything his last mixtape that came out it it shifted EDM like it shifted the way that everyone was producing like the whole granular synthesis movement that's been since then like you know of course people were on it prior to him but I feel like that was just a sort really. Of the like big moment for a lot of producers. I know that that was a really freeing time for me. It made me really rethink my percussion. Um, So that's definitely someone who's pretty notable for me. Um, If I was gonna say someone on like the housey side of things, um, I'm huge into Disclosure and Chris Lorenzo. (laughs) which you know i don't even make a ton of house music but i listen to a lot of house music and so both of those guys in yeah. fact um disclosure was my most played artist last year which is just kind of a little fun fact but
1: <laughs> disclosure i will admit like being so outside of this world of the, the edm stuff that i don't even know like i'm gonna have to go like look up a few things <laughs> you know yeah,
2: that was something i was wondering as you know if you guys were very tapped into the into the electronic
1: world i mean i i have a few select artists that i'm into that are closer to that world than me but i'm not like no i don't i don't know it intimately i don't i don't like have a, a backlog of experience with with the catalog i love electronic music don't get me wrong i mean so I, I love a lot of different kinds of music Yeah, that's the simple answer. Fine, Ryan. (laughs) Um,
0: You mentioned that it made you rethink your percussion. Yeah. Is that something you would like to talk about that you think there's some insights to gain Um,
2: that you'd be willing to share? Maybe. So I feel like out of all of my musical experience, all of my life, I have really never picked up any sort of a drum. (laughs) Huh just you know at all and I think you know I I was telling one person at one point you know oh I don't have any rhythm and he was like you're you sing of course you have rhythm I was like all right (laughs) um but I think you know hearing like what he was doing sounded like play like it sounded like someone was just in a sandbox just like just letting it letting it do what it needed to do. And I think I've always been really locked to like, it needs to hit on this beat and it needs to be here. And like, if it's not there, then it's wrong. And like, because I never really played. Um, And so that kind of just made me relook at it and start, um, you know, now it's like, occasionally I'll actually start with percussion just to make that fun and interesting to me and then develop from there. more often than not though, if I'm adding percussion in the beginning stages, I'm doing something very simple just just to get the beat down. And then like later I'll go back and, you know, flush things. But um, yeah, I don't Bellish. know. I think, yeah, I think that people get really caught up on, you know, things like theory right. or, you know what, whatever it is and- Or
1: gear, eggs,
2: eggs, I'm, or,
1: I've fallen victim to that gear thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) the possibilities are endless now yeah
2: yeah software too
1: plugins like good lord so much
2: oh it's such a rabbit hole and yeah i mean that's you know at the end of the day does it sound good to you is it interesting to you are you having fun making it like what are your boxes that you need to check in order to feel like you are um, doing something of value and something that you enjoy and then once you've checked those it's like you know does it really matter what your process was not really no.
0: <laughs> yeah i think it seems like we want we want to i don't know if magic pill is the right word but we want a formula that we can it'll work every single time right and from it seems like what you're saying is every song needs to write itself like you can't you can't just have a formula and then create a song from that right
2: yeah i mean that's what i would call an exercise you know boxing yourself in saying you know all right i have two hours and i can only use five sounds right and it needs to be a minute long like to me that's that's an exercise and that can definitely again that could be the seed
1: that could spark something though The start yeah exactly it's me thinking exactly (laughs) or constrain yourself you know you you pick a new sound or you know, I know an artist that will make a point to um, like just add some kind of new sound to each album they do. They do like a new album every month or every other month. And there's always some little like new thing that they brought, like so that they spend a lot of their time like in that creative space where there's chaos uh, and not always in the known quantities where they know, you know, so there's a lot of ways to approach it.
0: Michaela, you talked about that you have to say yes in the, to every part that that's revealed to you, or however you would describe it. Was there a time when you said no too much? Like, what, did you have? Do you have any experience where you that dawned on you that you just have to say yes to the inspiration?
2: Yeah, I mean, I still I still battle with it all the time, and that's usually when I when that starts to happen when I start to even feel a twinge of me saying no and me being resistant and feeling slightly frustrated, usually I take my headphones off. I go, I walk, I go read, I go do something else. And then I sit down and I, and I like look at my thoughts and then, you know, I'm like, okay, we have a couple options. We can not work with this anymore. We could start something new, or we could pick it up tomorrow. And it's like, You know, just giving myself the space, like literally walking away from the desk to like look at it and be like, is this really that big of a deal? Probably not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We all have those moments where we're just like, what comes next? You know, it's like (laughs) music should be fun, like you say.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I was actually, so I recently started working with a producer. He's an incredible house music producer. And, I hit him up because I was like, Hey, do you want some vocals on what you're doing? Like what you're doing seems so fun and so silly and just it bangs. Like, do you want, do you want some vocals on it? And he was like, absolutely. So he comes over with a couple demos and we're seriously, we are rolling around on the floor. We're walking outside. Like we're just having the time of our lives writing this thing and you know sure enough it got signed it's coming out on may 7th like super hey, cool. super excited awesome. about it yeah awesome <laughs> but go
0: I don't know, figure right like,
2: eh? right exactly and you know as he left he was like you know sometimes i can't believe that this is my job like sometimes i can't believe that i get paid to just do what we just did and that was such a moment for me where i was like michaela like go figure like that's that's what it is. And, you know, of right. course, not every process is that way. But, you know, while I do take things, you know, seriously, and I'm really intricate about things, and I, you know, look at them at the end of the day, like, I'm here because I enjoy it. I'm here because it's fun. I'm here because right. it interests me. So it's like, loosen up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you get it. You know, it's like, If you feel that way while you're making the music, more than likely, the people that listen to it are going to feel an element of that fun that you had while you were making the song. It's the the exchange of energy; like it's almost impossible that
1: it's not going to happen. Definitely. So, So a lot of what we're doing as musicians is is that exchange of energy. Right. We're trying to we're trying to add to people's moods. We're trying to uplift. We're trying to uh, excite. You know, connect right so much of that play of energy i'm really like i'm interested in electronic music and how um it's interesting something like electronics like electronic production things like that how it comes from this computer but it still taps into something that's i don't know acoustic it's not electric you know something's in our soul like like the uh music that's done a certain way just like when it hits you you can't you can't deny it you know
2: i mean i think that that has to do with the song yeah. because, um, you know, so I went to, I went to a school called Icon collective college of music and I went there so that I could learn how to make raging bass bangers. Like that was
1: my <laughs> perfect.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Why not? I had, right. <laughs> um, I had this mentor my last quarter there and I got so mad. He goes for your homework. I want you to go home and write a song on your ukulele and I was just like, "Excuse me."
0: Is, is, is I, it's not going to hit I, on the uke.
2: Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Is this because like, I'm a woman?" Like, I'm like, is this, what this is about like I know this is all dubstep boys here and me. And oh, not that like. they're
0: exactly. not going to pull that card.
2: <laughs> and you know, I got so riled up, and I came in the next week and I didn't do it. And he's like, "Where, where is it?" And I was like, "I didn't do it, but I did produce this song." And he's like, "Okay, why didn't you do it?" And I was like. I didn't come here to learn how to play the ukulele. And he's like, well, what does playing your ukulele and writing a song on the ukulele not have to do with production? And he kind of, yeah, that was, I cried after that. Um.
0: Oh, wow. It was <laughs> It was that big of a moment for you, huh?
2: Yeah, I mean, our whole time together was very tumultuous. I feel like he, he, he knew how to like push all the right buttons um, for me to kind of have these revelations. Um, but what it taught me was that at the core of any good um, piece of music as a song, you know, it's not just, I, I don't know if there's, there's a song there. And I think in a lot of, a lot of times with producers, they know how to arrange and organize sounds, but they don't. Um, there's just, there's not a song there. Like I couldn't walk away and have anything to sing back to you. Um, you know, and, and there's always a place for a sonic experience. Like there's, I'm, I'm not here to discredit someone's art, but
0: right.
2: You know, it's like, it's, if you want something to really hit and resonate with someone, you gotta give them something to, you gotta give them a goodie bag, give them something to walk away with, you know,
0: <laughs> what would be a good example of something that you could, that most people would know. That's an example of that.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, just like a motif or a, you know, I mean, vocals, that's why vocals are so, so important in a lot of tracks. It's like, do you walk away singing the snare? Do you walk away remembering the kick drum? Probably not. You probably walk away singing the hook, you know, if, if it was well done. So, Well,
1: I think part of it being well done is that, uh, you you're feeling the rhythm and bass, you know, it's got you grooving more than the, like your takeaway in your head is the melody you know but then again sometimes the beat it depends it really depends on the song right like
2: it totally it everything that i'm saying is definitely like yeah it's it all depends everyone has different tastes and i think that's the beauty of it all oh, but... yeah,
1: music is infinite i love that so, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. we, yes.
2: I,
0: we know what you mean though like you're not saying that it's a there's an exception to every rule. There you go.
2: Exactly. You're just
0: saying in general, do you find that to be the case?
2: Yeah. Just some something memorable, something that yeah, makes them think, you know, wow, I'd I'd love to I'd love to hear that again. Or yeah, something that's close. like, I heard that <clears throat> and you know, maybe I don't need to pick it up again, but it's probably because you're digesting something.
0: Right that's that's an amazing thing right you talked about connecting with people that ability to make someone want to come back to your art that's powerful right
2: definitely definitely and I think you know that's why it's so important to create honest art because we're we're not like our experiences even if they seem really mundane and small they're not unique to us someone else out there has that same experience and you know it's like it might be something that no one's ever talked about before and then they hear that and they're like whoa someone else goes through that or someone else you know whatever like yeah it's that's really powerful
1: yeah i agree it seems like it's like the way you tell the story in your song we arrange it the way you set it up, it like wow. tells a certain story. And we, as humans, you know, we were sort of built up on the, 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 the nighttime story around the campfire, kind of like the thing that draws you in. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's those hooks and the vocal hooks, you know, or the, the slam and beat, whatever it is that hooks you, brings you in and captivates you so that you can convey your message and you can communicate whatever it is that you want to try to communicate. that storytelling element is so huge you know
0: right wouldn't you agree Michaela that there are just certain songs certain beats certain parts of the goodie bag that you can't it's almost like you can't ignore them your body like your head starts moving and it's like you don't have a choice you have a choice it's infectious
2: yeah I mean and that's you know it's things like that. that it's like, yeah, you, you build that trust with your listener. It's like, they hear hmm. that. And Oh, it, it's something about it just feels so innate. Like, it's just like some, something about it feels like almost very like primal. It's like, it's yeah. something. Yeah. That's, it's, that's it's a, that's a fantastic to word
0: to describe it.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I think it's with it, with that sort of knowledge, you know, you can then gain your listeners trust and, you know, guide them. You're kind of a shaman. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: that's cool I like that
1: yeah well the shamans were banging drums around the campfire (laughs) for many 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 millennia you're right (laughs) this is a primal this is an archaic thing that musicians get to tap into that yeah like it's overlooked by people who aren't necessarily looking for it you know but it's super super it's why we it's why we as musicians have Well, I mean you've said this several times, right? It's like that's why musicians are always the coolest kinds of celebrities. Like because they have it's true, right,
0: Michaela. The rock stars, the 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 DJs are the they're the The top of the food chain celebrity in the in the world, right?
1: Yeah. You think so? (laughs) I think so. I do because (laughs) I think because they have no offense to Matt Damon and and Ben App. (laughs) Like like, Love you guys.
0: Yeah, like every (laughs) it's just that you you're connecting with them on that primal level, that innate kind of level, and they're gonna associate you with that feeling.
1: So right. you are a type of shaman. I look at it that yeah. way. I do. When you said that word, I was like, Oh God, yes, she gets it's it. It's kind of it's a, a, yeah.
0: You're it. guiding people. You're <laughs> guiding people into this experience, and you're taking them through the story. Like you've brought up some very like you've you've the words that you've chosen to use are very. They resonate with us. Yeah, they resonate yeah. with us. Cool. Because we're of the same mindset.
1: It's literally what we do when we're not recording. Was we do the have the same kind of conversation. So that's great.
2: I love it. That's yeah. Great. All the that's time. So good. Real quick. Um, <laughs> my lights are not turned on. It's starting to get a little dark. Is it cool if I just stand yeah, up? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it. you're I'm good. Really quick. <laughs> <Okay>. No problem.
1: <laughs> I really like that image of like the shaman.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. that's what we're doing, right? Yeah. With music, we're taking someone's hand. And taking them into our story that we've created.
1: Yeah. It's its whole little universe, its whole, yeah, its whole little reality. Each song is its own little like microcosm of art, you know, or or like a little life bubble. It's escapism
0: at its finest because literally music can take you to a different place. Yeah. (laughs) It's only music can
2: do it. That's, Right. And I think that's, you know, a big reason why I've been so fascinated with it for so long is, you know, I, I grew up out in the country on a Christmas tree farm. And I, it was right next to a mountain and a river. And, you know, it sounds cute until you I slow you're you down. It. Did you say you oh. grew up
1: on a Christmas tree farm? I really? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you, you're on, you're there, So you're out basically in the land. Is what you're saying. Like, okay.
2: Yes. Yeah. Basically. Wow. Um, okay. And, that's cool. <laughs> but I remember you know at night because like I was saying like you know Avril Levine, Britney Spears like I was I was like so obsessed with these figures and I remember I would sit at the edge of my bed at night and I would just like my little you know iPod headphones and I'd sit there <laughs> and I would just listen to these songs on repeat and like just stare out my window and like close my eyes and like envision myself like and I could feel it like in my body that I was like you know, living this like musical life and like that I could be that. And like you guys are talking about with, you know, this transportation and um, yeah, I don't know. It just, to me, music, at least for me, and I think it, it's probably different for everyone, um, but it, it's what connects like, like a movie can make me feel things, but not as profoundly as a song can.
1: Um, that movie could make you feel, anything without the music in it
2: amen yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that the score
0: nothing without the, the music. scores of the song create the emotion on a level that takes it to the next level wow.
1: there's no way that Jurassic Park would have hit me as hard as it did when I was 10 <laughs> if it weren't for the songs yeah, if weren't for John Williams <laughs>
0: yeah yeah Zimmer I mean come on <laughs> yeah
1: come on right yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. very true very true I find it interesting that you were like visualizing your music future. I mean, even if it necessarily what you're doing today, you're not necessarily doing a Britney Spears thing, but it just, <laughs> you were, you were putting your mind in that space. You were visualizing it. You were like making it a reality just by, right. by pure force of thought and will.
2: Yeah. Um, this is something that, you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys talk about this or if you believe in all that sort of thing. Um, but I feel like I've had a up and down relationship with that, you right. know, like sometimes I feel like I'm super tapped in and like I'll write things and then they'll happen the next week. Like it's right. some, some wild, something actually just happened today that I, I can't talk about yet, All right. All right. but it's, I was seriously visualizing it just like a couple days ago. And like, I got the text today and I literally started like screaming at work and like my coworkers came out, like I work at, I work at icon now. So it's like, it's all musicians. So they come out, I tell them what happened. And like, we were all freaking out. So like, to me, there, there's, there's gotta be something there. Like, of course, you know, with, you know, your action and, you know, intention, you can align yourself in your life. Um, to see more of that happen Um, but I think you just have to like you just have to really full-heartedly believe and to me sitting there and sitting like shutting my eyes and and existing in a space like everything from thinking about what I'm wearing to like maybe what it feels like or you know if I'm sitting on a stage like on sound check in my vision like what is the ground is it cold like what's you know looking around like are there people there who are they putting
1: yourself there your
0: imagination is so vital very
1: vivid
2: yeah 100 percent like I, it feels like I've been to these places. So, you know, to me, that's really powerful. Cause it's like, if I can go there here, it's like, I can go there here. And that's not a new concept. You know, people talk about that. No, it's, around, it's, but-
0: it's true. We've, we've both experienced it ourselves and we have enough evidence, at least for us to know that what you're saying is true. There's no yeah. doubting it for me.
1: Right. It's got me thinking about the nature of dreams and how your consciousness is generating these things and these scenarios while you're asleep that they feel real you know that there's dreams that you wake up from it's like that felt real and 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 you're sort of doing that in a sense in your waking state when you are visualizing and then that stuff comes to pass because you 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 saw it first like what it was going to be and then you took the actions with the full expectation that that's what was going to go down and then miraculously it happens (laughs) two days three days later you get the text you know
0: yeah (laughs) and right two things like writing it down i agree is extremely powerful and the idea that you're bringing up i've heard it referred to as working from the end Hmm. meaning you're looking back at yourself from where you want to be not looking up at where you want to go and that's what you did i mean that's essentially what you did
2: i mean to me it gives you like a trust and just a, like, it's almost like I can, I, I can like relax that that's like that, that's taken care of. Like I can just, you know, if I, if I visualize an album being done and, you know, me going on tour with it, hypothetically, right. <laughs> um, you know, then it's like, if I just know that that's going to happen, which of course there's always going to be like a doubt, but it's like, no, if you like really internalize and you're like, no, I trust right. it might take a different form, but it's going to be something equal, if not even more Better. incredible. Yeah, exactly. Than that, um, then it's like, you don't have to put that pressure on yourself every time that you sit down to write a song where right. you're like, this one has to hit. This one has to be a hit. Right. This one has to be the one that breaks me. Like, no, you can just create, you know that once the album gets done, like it's taken care of. <laughs> right. You
0: know, Yeah, it's true. It frees up. Like, like you said, you wrote it down. So you have full faith it's going to happen. Yeah, so you don't true. have to worry about the how anymore.
2: Exactly. And yeah, not I having think,
0: to worry about the how is really huge, right?
2: It is. And I think a lot of producers get really caught up on that or just musicians in general, just people in general, whatever right. they want, it's like, it's like, oh, I know exactly what I want, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. Oh, I, I know exactly what I want, but I don't know if I have the resources or the finances right, or the exactly. whatever. And, you know, I, I've always heard, you know, jump and a net will catch you. And I recognize that that is, you know, that can be very privileged, you know, way of looking at things for a lot of people. But it's like, you know, in my case, it's like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, I'm going to take this apartment, for example. I, one day was looking at apartments. Like I had wanted to, I I've been wanting to live on my own so that I could just have the freedom to create as much as I want, wake up yeah, in the middle of the night right, and sing, yeah. do my thing. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, the best. Yeah. And one day my coworker was looking at apartments and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like, I'm just going to look, see what's on there. And there was this space. It's a converted recreation room. It is a separate building from the other buildings. So no sound issues. Um, it's the hardwood floors. Like I wanted. it. has got these big mirrors, lots of natural light. Like every, it cool. checks all my boxes, laundry, like in LA yeah. that's, you know, um, and that night I toured it. I got a call from the landlady at like 11 o'clock at night. And she's like, I think I made my decision just need to run your credit. Um, and then, you know, I, I made this leap of faith to move into this place, even though I was like, financially, I was like, I don't know if I'm totally gonna be able to make this happen, but you know, what happened is I come in here and I'm even more creative, I'm even more in line with what I want to be doing and that side's being taken care of now, you know? So. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, <laughs> it's things like that. Well, we kind of came to this conclusion. Uh, M- Michaela, I don't know if you agree with it, but it's like, you know, what it's like a thousand piece puzzle. Like, you know what the picture is supposed to look like. Each, each piece individually doesn't mean it necessarily anything significant right Mm. but when you put them all together they make the picture it's kind of like not worrying about the how is just knowing all these pieces are going to make the picture I want eventually if I just keep going right
2: I love that I love that visual
0: so that was the best way that I could verbalize what I was feeling or thinking about the creation process and you the said, visualizing and all that
1: you said something earlier about being privileged and I, I the only thing i want to add is that i don't think it's privilege to think optimistically to expect good things and you are definitely right there is such a thing as privilege that does exist but
0: right.
1: if i have the mindset that good things are going to come my way the best things are going to come my way I'm going to find the best people in the world. I'm going to do, you know, I, I, if I expect greatness, I can get greatness. If I, if that's what I'm visualizing a lot of the best athletes and the best people who are the top of their game, wherever they're at, there's this, there is this thing that they expect to succeed. Um, Regardless. Was, of- it, was it Jerry Rice? that said, any time my hands touch the ball goes to the end zone. Like, this is what I do. You know, like, it's just how like the best, like the people who are at the elite elite in any field, it's like it, it's a mindset, you know.
2: Yeah. Not to mean, feel
1: bad for wanting or expecting good things to happen, is what I guess my point.
2: No, that's that's so true. And I mean, it's it's like if we flipped it the opposite way, like if we said that, you know, like what NFL player is gonna go into it expecting to lose.
0: Right. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Like that's absurd. They they would lose.
0: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the people are offended not, not everyone right of course most people are offended when someone stands up in front of a crowd and says i'm the greatest <laughs> right <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: but look at muhammad ali he said it look at my face he That's said great. it he said it when he first oh, started right i'm
1: the greatest look at me
0: oh yeah and guess what who who did boxers consider to be the greatest
1: like him and floyd
0: muhammad ali yeah go figure
2: yeah it's powerful our words are so powerful and i think you know learning how to choose them and learning how to be aware of them is so necessary i mean in the human experience but you know especially in the creative space and you know if you know you do see certain things for yourself and for your art it's like you you have to be conscious at the very least of what is coming out of your mouth, and what is cycling in your head? Um, amen.
1: Yeah. yeah that negative self talk is so self amen There. Yeah. yeah amen. <laughs> amen button. Amen. Yeah. That's amen.
0: A, yeah.
2: We um, need to get you guys like a sound effects board.
0: We <laughs> need <laughs> it. There's just there's just times where things are said where it's appropriate to have some type of visual or audit- auditory, you know, yeah, affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> you need laughter. Too. <laughs> yes work all this up folks (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's interesting right it's really there's an element to that that it's it's what you can't really explain it in words right Michaela? it's you just when you know it you know it but you can't explain it it's you just feel it right
2: it's it's totally a feeling that's because I can also tell when I'm not feeling it And that's what I mean by it's kind of a, you're, you're in or you're out. And it's like, you know, figuring out how to, when you're feeling like you're out, how do you bring yourself back? Right. Um, You know, and I think that that's where, you know, just, just general awareness is just so key, Um, especially with ourself. Like, you know, I want to know myself. I want to know what is going on with every part of me, because this is the only thing that I can really directly control. True. or you know so um yeah i don't know just that whole practice of just being aware um is just it's so integral and even if you can't do anything about it i think that that at least gives you enough space to look at it instead of being it if that makes sense <laughs> i know i'm i feel like i'm being a little vague but just You're, in terms of like no we you on. don't have
0: to worry about saying <laughs> what you think with us like okay we um we love to delve into things that most people might not ever take a second thought in their entire lives
2: right
0: we find ourselves talking about things and it's like kind of like what you talked about earlier most people to them it's like why are you talking about this weird stuff like (laughs) let's talk about the kardashians like that's (laughs) what's going on with the kardashians you know it's like the the next level of consciousness that you can attain and like the things that you can experience and think about some people just have the itch to go to that place do you feel like you you've always been that way
2: yeah ever since I was ever since I was really little um my you know it's it's funny I had a, I had a therapist when I was like very young like probably like seven um and she was the one who really gave me the gift of learning how to like look at myself and like really just understand that like I am okay you know just like as I as I am and like you Powerful. know, no matter what is said to me or no matter what goes on externally it's like as long as I know deep down that You know, I'm good and that I love myself and like all that, then everything else is just gonna wash over like water off a duck's back. Like that was Mm. always the phrase that she would use. Powerful.
1: Um, It's a phrase I use about Ryan all the time. You know, know, (laughs) Mr. Water off a duck's back. I can't.
0: That that was a that's a powerful thing to be given at a young age. Wow. You know, it really is. Brilliant.
2: Yeah, no, I I think about that a lot. I think about her a lot. It's just I Yeah, it's insane. That's why I refer to it as a gift.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, (laughs) it's, um. it it sounds like from a young age, you're like, I'm Michaela, I can be Michaela and that's okay. Yeah. That's all I need to do. And, you
2: know, yeah, just like, you know, I mean, of course, like there's doubts sometimes, but it's, it's just knowing it's that same knowing. It's that same knowing of, sure right now i'm having a hard day and i can barely get myself out of bed and that's okay because i know that a future michaela is gonna be all right like i like you know so we're just we're just gonna be in this and we're gonna be out of it eventually
0: right (laughs) so that that's a great mentality to not so you you never get too high or too low like you're able to have stability when you think that way
2: To a degree, (laughs) yeah. To a degree.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Life throws us those curveballs sometimes, Mm -hmm. but uh, I think in general, like, it feels like you have a very uh, clear vision of yourself and where you want to go, and I think that's the most important thing. Thank you. Really is, and again, you're you're sharing something that is so important. Like, if you could give that to so many.
1: Young kids out there, you know, right? Powerful. She gave you a gift that lets you be more present. Yeah. And I couldn't resist. I've been waiting to say that.
2: I just sorry. <laughs> I, know, I kept watching you pick up the mic, and I was, I was like, gonna it,
1: "I'm <laughs> gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Come out. Mo- Is now, now the moment. Is now the moment. No, I know. Me and my agenda, right? But also, it's, <laughs> you got it. Out. <laughs> I had to get it out. Yeah. But <laughs>
0: I heard it. There it was. There you go.
1: Yay! <laughs> But, um, One
0: shining moment. I need a moment. <laughs> a moment <laughs> like this, some people wait a lifetime.
1: He never sings. He never sings. there's oh. other people. Um, so uh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Go ahead. I want to get back to the, no the gift. Of, oh no, I know. What I was gonna say the, the other thing I was gonna add is that um, I look at what we do as musicians, and we also. As musicians, have this magic power to give people that same gift, so that they can be more present. That's what music can do. It, it brings people to the now. It puts right. people in a special space. Nothing else is like it. Nothing else can do that.
2: No, that's definitely all. Definitely not. Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. And and that's actually that's really interesting. And I feel like I'm like going to take that and chew on it too. Like it's it's an opportunity.
1: It is.
0: It really is like we always say music is the universal language in the sense that like i think of michael jackson when he was like the most famous person in the world Mm -hmm. that his songs resonated with people around the world regardless of culture language race it was just didn't matter right and you brought up the primal like the prime there's something like inside of you that it taps into like that's a that's a good point.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. And I just, you know, I'm just so grateful that I like have the opportunity to, you know, be a part of that, to be a part of that movement. And I don't, I think that that's something that, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't be taken lightly again, fun, joy, you harness all of that, but it's like, gosh, how cool is it that, you know, we get to help push this incredible art form forward. And- Talk about a wave. Yeah.
1: Like this moment in time. Blossoming? And what, yes. I wasn't going to say it, but you know I thought the thought <laughs> about blossoming. the blossoming all around the world. <laughs> if you've heard the podcast, you know this is an analogy I like to make. It's an, it's, it's going to be a blossoming all around the world. A
0: blossoming around the world of
1: talent. <laughs> of talent. No, I just, like, it's what a wave. Like, we, I mean, we have the, the power with the technology, with what's available to us, that people just a few decades ago had no like you had to have the best money available to like that even that SM like the the, the sure mic that you're using is a fantastic product like it's all over the place right now because it does the job like it just is oh yeah solid <laughs> it's reasonably priced too like to for the quality you get so it's like stuff like that like what you would have needed to do 20 30 years ago to get similar quality is insane monetarily anyway so i just what a time to be alive and like what a time to be a musician to be able to like be sort of like in control of of like you can be as big as you want to be in this world
0: you have your whole life ahead of you to make it to to get where you want to go yeah and it probably won't take as long as you think it's going to
2: definitely definitely and i think your outlook yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh so sweet um yeah i mean i I, like you're even just talking about, you know, with like the microphone, for instance, I think so many people get really ho- hung up on what we were just talking about, you know, with the gear and all of that. It's like, we have so many tools at our disposal. Like if you have a phone, y- the possibilities are endless. Like, and I think it's just, you know, who is resourceful enough? You right. know, like when I, when I first started, when I had that moment that it clicked where I was like, I want to DJ, I want to do this. I marched myself down to Barnes and Noble the next day. I spent $30 on a GarageBand book. I read that uh-huh. thing through and through, and I learned the ins and outs of GarageBand on my computer and I made a remix of clocks. And I was like, I am now a producer, Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? And so to me, it's like, you know, that's where I started. And then, oh, I saw that there was like an Ableton workshop. And you know that they were offering a scholarship. So I like did that. And I think it was a hundred dollars for the week for me. Cause I wound up getting the scholarship. And through that, I met someone who was down to mentor me. I didn't, I was, I was super broke. Like I was working at like dominoes, just not, not bringing it in. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I met my, then yeah. who, who was my mentor and I would just go over, I'd, I'd cook him dinner and he would teach me Ableton. He'd just get super stoned and he'd be like, this is what this sounds like a quality I mean, like, arrangement.
1: How do we <laughs> yeah. arrange this? Uh, how do you, we get can we get his phone, a, phone number? <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> no, it
2: was, it was it was so good. And like that's how I learned Ableton. And it was like, you know, just not being afraid to just like even just ask. you know and I think a lot of people get hung up on that they're like oh like I don't have this or I don't have that or yeah
1: I'm not good enough or I'm not
0: this enough it's like we we're trying to find a reason why we can't do it instead of looking at all the reasons we can
2: right there's so many reasons why we like there's there's infinite reasons why we can do something there's also infinite reasons why we can't all about perspective
0: exactly (laughs) it's such a it's like the elusive obvious. It's so simple and so right in our face, but yet it, we miss it. Yeah. You know, wow. so it's it's great that you 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 already get it. You know that you understand that because it took me it took me a long
1: time to get to that point. It didn't take me as long, but it took him, <laughs> him a long time. Allegedly. <laughs>
2: I mean, again, it, it comes and goes, you know, it's it's all a roller coaster. But yeah. as long as you know that change is the constant, like, just hold on tight, like. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's okay, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Michaela, what would, if there was one single quality, like that you want to convey, like ideally, if you had a song that everyone was gonna hear, like, what would be the ideal quality that you would wanna convey?
2: Quality is such an interesting word because I feel like it's really broad.
0: Right. What would you want people to feel?
2: Um, probably just understood. And just okay. like, um, I mean, this, this word's coming to mind, but like to feel held.
1: <laughs> okay. By something. Fu- that's like- important. <laughs> but you even said earlier, like the importance of the human connection that speaks right to that. Right? That's what we're doing with music. Yeah, Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about that do you think surfaces to your head to make it ideal? Like, what do you think that, what about that is so important to you?
2: Um, just, you know, when I talk about, yeah, human connection just being so innately necessary. I find that in a lot of ways, you know, especially, I mean, we've experienced it over the past year. We've been so isolated, which is the exact opposite. And to me, that's like, that's actually like a health concern. (laughs) That's like, yeah,
0: a lot of people are having a hard time with it.
2: Definitely. Like we are wired to be in communities so, you know, especially, you know, I, while I think that, you know, technology and social media, while that can aid in communities and connection, I think it can also take us apart, right. um, you know? So there's there's pros and cons to all of it. So, you know, to me, like, that's why it's so important is it's like, you know, for those moments when you are completely isolated and, and you know, you just, you need, you need something or someone or just to be heard. And, yeah. you know, so... Um, i mean for me even it's like it's like why we listen to sad songs when we're sad it's like we just need someone there at our side who's telling us hey it's okay to be sad <laughs> i get sad too you know
0: yeah
2: um you know or when you're happy and you listen like today when i got that news i like started cranking big sean because i have this, like... <laughs> <laughs> i have this thing for like really just not super great but really like confident rap music right yeah. <laughs> and like you know so it's like i listen to that to like hype myself up to be like yeah, like look at me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like-
0: yeah, do you think there you know what a good song for that is? My favorite one to do it to is Juicy by Biggie. <laughs> That's good. Put that song on, listen to the lyrics, listen to the beat. That's like the ultimate like look at me. Yeah. <laughs> like I did it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I know that listeners can't see me doing my my thing over here, but
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's so it seems like there might be an element of this is proof that I am who I thought I was. Would yeah, you agree?
2: Totally. And like, you know, showing people that they also like, they're they're not crazy. Like they're valid in what they're feeling. Like, you know, the more that I've gotten into produ- production, the more I've, you know, started to wonder, I'm like, am I quote unquote crazy? Like, am I just too much? Am I just, you know, whatever. And then I listen to some songs and I'm just like, this is so fascinating and so much further down the rabbit hole than I would ever be willing to go. Uh, (laughs) And and I'm like, cool. Like we're, we're good. Like this is a big old spectrum. Like we can do any of it. So like, you're fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There was, I'm sorry. Um, There's a wise woman that we got to speak with named Lena. She said, you're, you're not too much. You're not too little. You're exactly what you need to be.
2: I love that. Yeah. I love
0: that. It's so true. No matter what anyone says, you're exactly what you need to be.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Thank you.
0: And that's, that's, most people don't believe that.
2: Right. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll bring up this story too. So when I, so I did that like little beat camp back in my hometown. And then a few months after I spent the only $300 that I had (laughs) at the time on a Ableton workshop here in Los Angeles um, with one of my, you know, past mentors who I actually moved into her room when I first moved to LA. So it was like a very, you know, full circle thing again. But, um, and I came down and she had us all do this exercise. It was all just, um, you know, women producers. And she wanted us to write down what we believed our biggest weakness was and, you know, why, like what we thought was gonna hold us back. And I wrote down my personality. And I remember crying in front of this group of girls, just being like, yeah, like, I think I'm too boisterous. I think I'm too loud. Like, and I was just this whole thing. And, um, my, my mentor, her name's Dot. she's fantastic. She, she like stops me and she's like, no, that's what's going to set you apart. Exactly. That's no, like you're never too loud. You're never too much. Like, (laughs) you know, you, yeah. And that's always just really stuck with me. Cause it's like, yeah, now it's like I stream on Twitch and what is there for everyone to see? Just personality everywhere. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah <know>? exactly. <laughs> and the, the the thing about that is there's only ever going to be one Michaela, right? <laughs> ever. There's only going to be one of you. You're the only one that can do what you do. Yeah. Therefore you're extremely valuable, priceless.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, and that's like,
0: every every individual has that ability because they bring something that is never has exist or going to exist again in the exact form that it comes
2: absolutely and i think that that's why you know i mean with making art and making music like yeah you, you as much as you know to me i do believe that it's something that was channeled through us but the way that it comes through us that's so unique to, to
1: each one of
2: us you know agreed
1: it's that Um, novelty that we're seeking in new we always all of us want to hear new music yeah something that we've never heard before
0: yeah that's that's the basis of like the entertainment industry is giving people something they've never seen before right
2: or something that they've seen before but just from a different angle you know correct that that that's a huge part of it too it's like you know there's a million and a half and billions trillions of songs about love Right, but i mean we can look at it infinitely
1: yeah it's there's only one song called more than
0: words sorry okay it's a strong (laughs) love is one of those things it just it's so strong and it just goes you can't pick where it's gonna go it goes where it wants to go you know and so that that mystery of love is just something that people want to hear about you know you can't get enough of it because it's, a, it's you know, they're just certain things, you know, like you said, certain topics that people want to relate something. to, being sad yeah. on the days they're sad. It's an emotion that everyone, you know, so, yeah, I get, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely.
2: Absolutely.
0: I love these conversations. you too. Like, I, I feel like it takes you you feel enlightened like you get a pleasant enlightened feeling like to me that that's what we want to share with our listeners is talking to the wonderful people like yourself and we have this exchange of information that is so unique and it's from your perspective and you know people are going to appreciate that
2: yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate it. I feel like I don't even have this sort of conversation with like a lot of my close friends, so this has been really, really cool to like kind of dive deep and and unpack some things.
0: Yeah, and actually, know that people understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we have know. a special aura around here. We never do. <laughs> um, no, I mean, but I mean, no, but serious. really, like it, it because even we like it, we want to have these kinds of conversations, and they're difficult to have unless someone has a musical background. A lot of times, right. To get to the places we want to go, and that's why we do what we do, you know. Right.
0: And I, I like my blossoming. You know, there's uh, there's going to be a blossoming. That's like your go-to line. My go-to line is. We learn something from every single person that we talk to. Well,
1: it's, been, but it's panned out to be true every time. Right. Like every single person has had, well, it's like you were saying, like the, it's that unique perspective. perspective, right? That it's why the music can be uniquely different each, even though if it's the same genre, even the matter, like, yeah, yeah. We learn from everybody. It's really, really cool. It's really cool. So for people
0: that if I would venture to, be so bold to say that people are going to be fans of you when they hear this interview oh. <laughs> if they also want to become come fans of your music like is there anything about you know like what you've released so far or your catalog where would you direct people to start is there anything that you want to let them know or is there a song you want us to play at the end of this show that you think people should hear is there anything particular um
2: i mean in terms of I don't know if there's like a specific way to listen to my music that I've ever really thought of that people should or shouldn't do. Like, I think you should just really start wherever. Um, I think that my most recent EP that just came out, like that's kind of more of a direct reflection over the past year. I like to think of my music in terms of kind of like a timestamp. It's like getting a tattoo. Like you always remember like, when you got that tattoo and what headspace you were in when you got that tattoo and it's just like always gonna be there and like that to me that's kind of like what my music is so it's like this last ep it's really a reflection over the past year the music that i'm writing right now is very different it's you know it's it's where i'm at now and then years later it's gonna be different so um but the beautiful thing about music is that an experience that i had last year might be an experience that someone has a decade later you know so yeah that's or
1: you might view that experience a decade later yourself in a completely different light and get a different message or a different vibe or just something else that uh, another layer that you peel off that you weren't expecting even from your own music or or from the music of someone who inspired you i found that to be the case over and over again like there's so many ways to slice it because music really is infinite it really really is
2: Definitely. So yeah, in terms of where to start, start wherever you would like, um, a few personal favorites for me, um, off of the new EP, um, the song overdue it's, it's funny. It's the one that isn't as popular, but there's something about it that just feels so honest to me. It's just about, you know, I over, over quarantine, there was one of my friends, I was started developing feelings for him. And like, it was just this, it's like this sweet, like, I have feelings for you, but we're friends and like it's just long overdue that like we we aren't just in love with one another. <laughs> um, right. So, you know, to me, there's something about that chord progression, a lot of people say that it's like a little haunting, but to me, it just it, it tells the story like it just it feels really, really honest to me. So I really cherish that song. Um, and then, of course, the song Restart, which is the single off of my last EP, um, that song that also just came from a super honest place of, you know, again, really simple. Like we were talking about just wishing I could press restart, like just memories of being with someone. Um, and the standout line there is, um, I'm not used to feeling lonely. I'm used to making out in your car and like, you know, so that's <laughs> like, you know, a lot of us have been there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, yeah. So was that a two-part question or was that the
0: you you covered it. it.
1: You, you got covered it. it. You got <laughs> it. We're very happy. With
0: Whatever you say <laughs> is the right answer because it's your episode. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Um, you got a lot of gold. Like this is great.
0: How do we? How do people find you on social media?
2: Yeah. So, um, my handle is at dear evergreen underscore on most platforms. But if you type in dear evergreen pretty much anywhere, you're gonna find me. So dear like the letter, and then evergreen like the tree.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for spending some time with us for being candid and open and bold enough to share what you were really thinking. Of that's course. super thank you, powerful. Guys. Yeah. And thank you for and
2: holding that space.
0: Thanks for not
1: holding your personality back, you know? Just being yourself.
0: Being that's what we yeah. want. We want people to to be themselves and we appreciate that. Thank you for being yourself. Thank you for saying what you wanted to say. What you know when those things surface to your mind and you're like, "Should I say it or not?" <laughs> thank you for sharing those things. You didn't have to do them- that.
2: I just took the filter. I was like, nope.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You didn't have to do that. So thank you. that out the window. (laughs) Thank you. We appreciate
1: it. With the beautiful listeners, you don't need that filter. You're good.
2: All right. (laughs)
1: All right. Well, um, thank you again. And we will wrap this up here with the outro. Are you ready for the outro? You got any hashtags before we go? Well, hashtag Dear Evergreen for sure. (laughs) Hashtag uh, Kayla Rocks. Hashtag keep your eye out. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> Yay! all right ready i'm gonna get my little ryan you talk give me just one second i need to thank
0: you technical... everybody for listening we know you're gonna get something out of this and whatever it is that you feel compelled to do in this life do it because you're the only one that knows if you can or not no matter what anyone else says
1: music is not a crime all right anyway absolutely music is not a crime it's not baby. a crime folks just do it. Alright, folks, you know where to find us. Anchor.fm slash inside the sound. Bye brother, we love you. We can't be by danger. We have the sound, sounds right on